Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Health Talk. I am your host, Dr. Neeru Prasad, with my background in pediatrics, emergency medicine, affiliated with Henry Ford Health System, St. Joe, Oakland, and Beaumont. The theme of our health talk today is very, very interesting, the gift of life. Joining us today as our guest speakers are Dr. Michael Collier. He is the recipient of a heart transplant that was eight years ago. He is going to talk to us about his experiences. Uh, Shalonda Griffin, and she is the community relation coordinator who coordinates everything. And they are all they are going to talk talk to uh, our viewers and share some information about this very interesting topic that we have today, the gift of life. Thank you very much for coming to my show, Dr. Michael. Collier, can you please give your introduction to our viewers? Okay. My name is Michael Collier, and uh, my heart transplant history goes back to 1998. Okay. And I suddenly developed uh, swelling of the ankles and shortness okay. of breath. We will, uh, yeah, we will uh, ask you. So, so you are a nephrologist, That's retired correct. nephrologist. Good. And you look so good after all these years. Thank you. So now, will you please give your introduction to our, your, your role with the... Of course. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me here today. I'd like to thank you too. <laughs> of course. My name is Shalanda Griffin, and as you mentioned, I'm one of the Community Relations Coordinators at Gift of Life Michigan. Uh, I work primarily in the Genesee County, Saginaw okay. Bay areas, mm -hmm. uh, but my main job is to go out and educate communities about organ and tissue donation. I implement programming. Uh, I work with the Secretary of State. I do things like media, uh, just anything to, to get organ and tissue donation in the minds of people in the community. So that's very interesting to know. You are the one who coordinates everything. And now I went to the website. Mm -hmm. It. I just. Uh, I was amazed how much has been written about your about your sites, you know, at the Michigan. Mm -hmm. So anyway, now question for Dr. Dr. Collier. What were the circumstances leading, leading up to you for this thought of heart transplant? Well, back in 1998, I okay. developed swelling of the ankles and shortness of breath. And as a physician, I would think of I had heart failure, but I did not. Right. I subsequently uh, had a chest x-ray, a cardiac echo, and was hospitalized and, and placed on the heart transplant list and was, uh, being was being evaluated for a heart transplant at the hospital. Mm -hmm. uh, I got met better on medications with heart okay. medicines, water mm -hmm. pills, and that, and I was able to go home. And for multiple years, I was doing okay with adjustments in our medications. Then I was, uh, admit, I was admitted to the hospital because of uh, a cardiac arrest uh, oh, okay. in the emergency room. Okay. And, and that uh, was sudden. It was a sudden thing. And, uh, mm -hmm. and then I had a, a second arrest in the emergency room. And, okay. and they put in a defibrillator and a pacemaker at that time. Hmm. I continued to go along for a period of time. And then um, uh, uh, the doctors recommended I have a heart pump put in. Okay. And uh, I did not want to have that done and uh, mm. said, let's wait a month or so. Mm. 
And then I ended up in the hospital waiting for a heart. Okay. And while I was waiting for a heart on medications to keep my heart pumping, mm -hmm. uh, I developed kidney failure, my blood mm -hmm. pressure dropped, and uh, they told me if I did not have the pump, I would probably die within a, two or three days. So I had the pump put in, went home from the hospital, was doing well on the pump, mm -hmm. and by this time I was 65 years of age, and I did oh. not think I'd get a heart transplant, and I mm -hmm. was doing well with, with the pump. And then I got a call at 1.30 in the morning saying that uh, there was a donor Okay. that could give you a heart, come on into the hospital, which okay. I did. I got the heart transplant. That was 12 years ago in December, oh, and I've not years. been back okay. in the hospital <laughs> since. Sorry, I said that. So that, isn't that amazing and a miracle? Oh, it's amazing, you more than what I expected. You have been doing for 12 years. So now question for you. Can you tell me, I mean, how long does it take before if somebody is on the transplant list, mm -hmm. you are the community person. So how long does it take for you after doing all the, all the researches and every, who, who might be the donor? As far as how long it takes, it really just depends on the organ, for instance. Okay. Um, so for instance, with kidneys, there's yeah. a, a big need for kidneys. That is the most needed and the most transplanted organ. Okay. And here in the state of Michigan, uh, there's a five to seven year wait for a deceased five kidney, okay. a kidney from a deceased donor. Hmm. So it really just varies. Okay, so for something, the very most common is being done is the kidney transplant and for the viewers to know five to seven years seven, seven is years wait so so in what way doctor you think that the gift of life facilitated your your heart transplant well when i was uh, uh, the, uh, at home before i was called in for a transplant yeah. there was a 23 year old boy that was in an accident Okay. suffered irreversible brain damage and oh. uh, was in the hospital. He did not have that gift of life heart on his driver's license oh, stating okay. that he was a donor. Mm -hmm. The gift of life came in early in the morning, like 1.30 in the morning, and talked to the family. Mm -hmm. And the family decided that, well, first they decided they didn't want to donate any organs or he did not want to donate any organs. Then they thought about what their son would have wanted. And they said, our son, Joey, whose heart I have, yeah, said oh, that uh, 23, year old heart. 23 years old would have liked to have participated in donating his yeah, organs yeah. after he died. So doctor, do they have to carry a license or something in their wallet they do. about this? Their will, of, is it like a will they want? Yes, they, but he did not. But the yeah. gift of life did talk to the family and then the family yeah, right, signed yeah. a thing for them. And, uh, so mm -hmm. what do you have to say? So just to expound on what you were saying, um, generally when people make the decision decision to join the Michigan Organ Donor Registry, mm -hmm. they will have that red heart on their driver's license or okay. their state ID that oh, signifies oh. that they are a donor. Uh, when they pass away, then we will check uh, our records to see if that person oh, is a registered okay. donor and go yeah. from there. But if they aren't, which it, the case like of your donor, family helps. right? One of our representatives will come out and speak to the family and see if they're willing to give authorization. Mm -hmm. If that's something they think that their loved one would have wanted to do, oh, okay. um, but ideally, uh, people make that decision beforehand. beforehand but just right. because you have it does not necessarily mean you can't right. donate. So there's something that it will be stuck to their driver's license. 
Right. I want to be a donor, right? Mm -hmm. I want right. to be a donor. Yes, it'll say donor and have a red heart. And it serves oh. as a reminder to you okay. that you're registered. Okay, that's interesting mm -hmm. to know, doctor. So what was it like to become a heart transplant recipient? And as a physician, did your experience had any perception? Uh, it, it did. Uh, when you're on the other side of the fence, right? You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's different, and uh, uh, I'd never even conceived of having a heart transplant. Mm. And then, uh, as a, I, then as a as a patient, I, I was experiencing medicine from a, a different perspective. Okay, okay? and uh, it's it's not the perspective that I'd had prior to being a patient. As a as a physician, I thought of patients as diseases and plumbing that needed to be corrected, organs that needed to be taken out, diseases corrected. But as a patient, I, 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 felt, I felt differently. There's a, that experiential knowledge of undergoing something Boing. that you have never experienced in your life before. I'm, and it was, it was totally different. Yeah, and it is, you know, like you are a physician, you know the outcome, you know how it works and all your different system in your, so for you, it must have been a lot to think about. Oh, absolutely. I, <laughs> it must be a lot to think about perspectives, okay. So then, uh, have you had any involvement in, since you were transplanted? Um, well, uh, let me say, after, after I was transplanted, uh, yeah. um, uh, uh, there, there's things that I've, where I have been able to do that I could not do before okay. I was transplanted. Okay. When I was, you know, uh, six weeks after I had my heart transplant, I went, yeah. I was snowshoeing. And my wife took a picture of, of me and we sent it to our cardiologist and mm -hmm. the heart transplant doctor. I had never show, snowshoed in, in 15 years. And I was able to was do great. this. And uh, I, I started cutting wood, uh, going oh. on long heights. Just two months ago, I walked 11.2 miles because oh, I got lost so? in the Isn't woods. Isn't that amazing? You and just, just absolutely been a, a total change Exercise. in life uh, with, yeah. with, with, the, with the transplant. So the most important thing is, doctor, that you kept yourself very active. Yes. Yeah, and that has a lot to do, right? It, it, it did, and there, there were experiences too. I, I mean, uh, my daughter got married. One year later, I was able to walk her down the aisle where she, after the transplant. She's had three children since. Uh, my son and his wife, they've, they have four, four children, boys. I've been able to watch them grow up. The oldest watch one is them grow up. graduating Such a of life. <laughs> from high school. And the, it's, it's been uh, you know, a true gift of life that I've been given, a second mm -hmm. gift of life. The first being my parents allowed me to come into this world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is good. So what do you have to add about this Michigan you know, the Michigan, the Michigan Heart Transplant Unit and the... the With transplant in general, I think it is Trans amazing. It really does give people a second chance at life. I've uh, met people who have been pretty much on death's door, unfortunately, mm -hmm. but then they receive that transplant and their life just turns completely life. around oh, and they get to experience all those wonderful things. Like you said, being able to walk your daughter down, down, down the aisle, being able to see your grandchildren grow. Those are wonderful, wonderful gifts that they may not have been able to experience if they did not receive that mm -hmm. transplant. So I think that it's very important for people to think about donation. I think just like we had the conversation of 
go visit your doctor once a year or go to the dentist twice a year. Uh, we need to start talking to our families about donation. What do you want to do when you are no longer here? Those gifts can really mean the world to someone else. So I was reading through the, through the literatures and everything and I found out there is no age limit for this, right? Mm -hmm. Is that true? This is correct, yes, yes. So these are the questions I found out, you know, about the, there is no age limit. Mm -hmm. And also I found out uh, the gift of life, it just it coordinates the re recovery of organs and the tissue. Correct, we do tissue and organ recovery, Okay. Yes. So, so, so it is, and, and also there's so many websites I went through, but mm -hmm. the one I found it, the Michigan Golf Destination, WW. So, so this is, what is Gift of Life National Organ Transplant? So uh, our main website is actually golm.org. That's yeah. where you can find out about uh, what organs and tissues are transplantable, why someone would need a transplant, just to hear uh, more stories, and also to join the Michigan Organ Donor Registry. You're able to do that. But we serve as a, uh, a bridge between those who are waiting and those uh, transplant hospitals with our recovery of organs and tissues. Okay. So Michigan Hospital, is, is this the number one? these days for this here in Michigan, right? So we're what's called an OPO, which stands for Organ Procurement Organization, okay. and we are the OPO for the state of Michigan, the, oh. but there are over there are, uh, 50, over 50 OPOs across the country, so oh, generally okay. each state has their own OPO. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you the question mm -hmm. about, because there were so many all over from Cleveland, from Boston. Right, right. But so ours is for the state of Michigan. State. So, Dr. Collier, what what do you have to say about the whole situation? Of well, I think it's just just amazing that uh, the gift of life exists. They've mm -hmm. they've uh, helped me to get a transplant. I never and and they've done so much for to others. My my donor gave me a heart, joy. And everything right, I do, yeah. I say I'm doing it with joy. But he also gave two kidneys lung, liver, oh, pancreas, okay. so it benefited many, many people many, besides many just people. myself. You know? right, yeah. And I've been able to contact, the gift of life has allowed me to contact the donor and the donor mm -hmm. to oh, contact okay. me. So we've become friends. We, we, we oh, visit and okay. talk with you each other and meet on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. So it's been just absolutely amazing. I wake up each morning and I, I, I thank God that, oh, here I am again today and the gift of life, my doctors, nurses that have taken care of me because it's yeah. just been an absolute wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. Isn't it amazing, the whole field of medicine, how it has advanced? Many, mm -hmm. many years ago, you know, there was one uh, physician, I don't even remember who did the first heart transplant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I forget his name. That Benari. was several years Christian ago, Benari the first one. Like yeah. Do you remember, yeah. doctor? Yeah. yeah. And just to kind of also to expound on what he said, uh, a lot of times people aren't aware what organs can be transplanted. Right. You yeah. talked about a few of them, but there are eight transplantable organs that mm -hmm. could uh, 
potentially save someone's life. So you have your heart, you have two kidneys, as you know, a person can right. live with one yeah. kidney, so those can go to two so different people. So eight of them, There's okay. eight, yeah. right. And you have your two lungs, there's also lungs. the pancreas, the liver, and the intestine. So oh. one person can make a world of difference in the lives of so many people. And those are just organs, there's also tissue that can improve the lives of 75 people or more. So yeah. you have things like skin, you have bone, you have Bones. tendons, ligaments, all those sort of things, heart yeah. valves, they can really uh, help improve the lives of so many people. Yeah, I went through the through my literatures and all that, all these organs you're talking about uh -huh. and the tissue, it is amazing. It's not just one major thing, you know, heart or kidney. Right. There are so many. Right. That it, improves the life of other, gift of life. Yes. yes. This is why it is called gift yes. of life, right? <laughs> Anything else you want to add up? No, I just say that, uh, you know, I wouldn't be here without the gift of life that I've been given, you know. And uh, I'm, I, I'm just very, very thankful every day. Every day. Yeah, yeah. I would encourage people to educate themselves about organ donation. Hmm. There are a lot of misconceptions out there. Uh, a big chunk of my job involves going out to high schools to talk to students oh, about donation. Okay, okay. And some of the things that they tell me that they've seen or heard on TV or in a movie, I'm like, where are you all getting this stuff from? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I would encourage people to uh, check out our website, golm.org. Uh, do all the research that they feel they need to do so that yeah. they can feel empowered to make the decision that's mm. best for themselves and for their yeah. for their families. And also it is important to educate the young generations, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like you have 23-year-old. The young generation, you know, they are fresh, they are more energetic. Right. Yeah. So, so that's, it's a good thing. And young people, they, they think they're <laughs> never going to die, you know, and nothing's uh, going to happen to them, they, you know. I and, know, uh, I, I can see that, you know, as a process of aging, as you get old, you lose mm -hmm. your, your yeah. memory, you lose, mm -hmm. uh, you know. Another thing, too, what you just said, uh, with aging, sometimes your, your health can begin to fail. Yeah. But I want people to know that uh, you don't have to be in 100% perfect health to register as, right. a, as an organ donor. Age is donor. not a very significant factor, So right? maybe you have something like diabetes, for instance. Right. Maybe yeah. you're... Uh, that was my next question. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll let <laughs> you go ahead and ask it. Then. Yeah. yeah, tell me. So with diabetes, for How instance... How do they do? Maybe your pancreas or your kidneys yeah, might yeah. not be a good match for someone, but you could have really strong lungs. You could have a really strong heart. Right. Science and medicine is, I'm sure you both know, constantly evolving. So do not count yourself out. Uh, there used to be a time, for instance, if you were HIV positive, you would not be able yeah, to donate, yeah. but that's not the case in 2023. Oh, uh, okay. There are people who have had organs that were infected with HIV or, or hepatitis, and they mm. are, they're doing just fine because okay. those things can be treated with medications. Yeah. Right, so just, just don't count yourself out. Yeah, so just because you have some other disease, uh, don't think about it, you can still do it help in some other way, right? Correct, it yes. People with the diabetes, high blood pressure, obesity, you know, they have their own issues, right? Mm -hmm. But they can always do, they can always have some alternates, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, lungs, right. brain. 
So not so much brain, but I mean, we have tissue. So your tissue. skin, for instance, for people who have been burned or maybe people who've had uh, breast cancer and they need reconstructive surgery, things yeah. like that. I know we've all heard of athletes who have had ACL tears. Yeah. Uh, you can have those repaired with tendon and ligament replacement. Yeah. Correct, yes. There's even cornea donation to help yeah. provide sight corneal, for people. That is a big thing nowadays too, you know, corneal transplant. Mm -hmm. You're giving vision to somebody. Yeah. Right. And so. I, I'm, you know, uh, a recipient, and I still am on the, I, I don't, I have my little red heart oh, on my driver's okay. license. Yeah, you know. okay. <laughs> so what will be your last minute advice to our listeners today? Your last minute. Well, you know. One minute. You only go through this world one time. And should circumstances happen that, uh, shorten your life for whatever reason, there is a gift that can be given to other individuals, okay? That's a gift of love, of donation, of Don body parts that, right. okay. that you can't take with you. Okay, and, how uh, about your last minute? I would say you're- to the donors, to the viewers here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your legacy can live on. It doesn't have to end on your death day. Um, so please just educate yourself about educate. donation. Have that conversation with your family. Make yeah, sure they yeah. know what it is you want to do and vice versa, because you really can uh, be a literal lifesaver to someone okay. by joining the registry. So that is good. I'd like to thank both of you for coming to my show today. Mm -hmm. The topic was gift of life by Dr. Michael Collier, the recipient of heart transplant and Shalanda Griffin Community Project Coordinator. And I'd like to thank our viewers for watching me on my show today, thanking our producer, our camera crews. And until I see you all again, have a very safe, wonderful spring and summer. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.